Welcome to Takeout Therapy. I'm Rebecca Hunter, an anxiety specialist, private practice therapist, and total mental health geek. Stick with me for the next few minutes, and I'll teach you what you need to know to have an emotionally healthier and more peaceful way of life. I promise a little free mental health education can't hurt. We should have had it much earlier, but it's never too late to learn. This podcast is authentic, unedited, and without a bunch of ads. All I ask is that you pass it along to a friend. Just forward an episode. If you want to get access to more awesome resources, head to takeouttherapy.com. Okay, let's dig in. Hi there. I'm so glad you decided to stop in for a little bit of a lesson today. I'm going to try to keep this one short, actually. What I want to talk about today is something that pops up in relationships that is never very helpful. And that, my friend, is competition. Have you ever been in a relationship where a little bit of competition is a good thing, but a little too much competition is really not a good thing? It can be a friendship, a sibling relationship, or any family relationship, or a romantic relationship, even at work, right? But there's something about competition that kind of isn't really working with our best selves. And I want to talk about it today because I think that we can achieve what we're looking for from competition a different way without alienating ourselves and others. So if you have any relationships in which you feel like there's a little bit of a spark of competition or a lot, stick around because I will help you reduce or eliminate this destructive element of relationships. But first, I want to remind you that I am such a crafty maven. I talk on this podcast a lot about overthinking, trying to quiet that busy mind. I talk a lot about how to regulate our nervous systems and calm down. And I try to help you guys figure out how the heck to find a little peace, you know, in your lives. And me too. And I am such a visual person that I made an awesome visual guide to doing all these things, finding peace, quieting the busy mind, calming that nervous system. All you have to do is jump over to takeouttherapy.com and you can download this awesome visual guide that I made for you. Right persnickety. I don't know. Just go get it if it interests you. I love visuals. Like when I'm working on something, I put up a visual that has to do with that thing, you know? So let's get back to competition, shall we? Like I want to talk about this because I think that people, first of all, have no idea that they're engaging in competitive stuff within their relationships. And more importantly, we don't really understand how it impacts our relationships because it's, if something's hiding under the surface of things, then we're not going to really bring it to the surface and talk about it. Right? So competition is one of those funny things within person to person relationships that kind of hides underneath the, the covers. Right? And so whether you're sort of thinking about, oh yeah, this person in my life is always trying to compete with me. Or you're thinking like, yeah, I have a tendency to be, you know, kind of comparison or competition with people. And I don't love that. I'll tell you that 
it's really important to understand that this vague yardstick by which we measure ourselves and others is completely self-fabricated. We don't have to compare ourselves to others. <gasps> I know it's so weird, but as a culture, we totally do this. And actually we're taught to do this from the time we're really, really young, right? Like our culture just celebrates whoever's kind of at the top. And so, and, and also this happens a lot in families, right? Um, why can't you be more like your brother <laughs> would be one example. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of kind of origin story for each of us behind this idea of competition or comparison, but basically the way you can identify it is when you do find yourself holding up this kind of weird, vague yardstick. And usually we're not excelling at that point, right? Like usually when we hold up the yardstick, you know, we're just humans. And so we identify what's not good as opposed to, yeah, what we kind of want to work on, which is like trying to see what is good. So we tend to hold up the yardstick when we feel like we need to measure ourselves against other people. But that is so silly that we do that because we're all so unique and individual and we have different skills and talents and perceptions and upbringings and holy moly it's just not a good idea to ever compare ourselves to each other to measure our behavior or our appearance or whatever against other people or against a standard and yet welcome friends this is how culture works right? Of course, it's, it's origin story is survival, survival of the fittest, right? Because back in the day when we weren't in this absolute shit show that we're currently living in, it was a little more simpler times and it was all about survival. And so it was important that we not fall behind our tribe in so many ways. And so this has like really deep origin story, competition among human beings, comparison among, I mean, among friends really, right? We compare our kids and our homes and our activities and our shirts and our boob size. We discuss other people's missteps first, before we discuss our own so many times. And I think it's really a missed opportunity. Of course, I think that. Because if we were to sort of notice when competition or comparison is happening for us, whether it's coming to us or it's coming from us, there's such an opportunity to see oneself, but we tend to focus on the other person which is like, you know, an awesome distraction from answering a really hard question, which is like, what's going on here? What's happening and how do you feel about it? So yeah, we kind of take the shortcut sometimes. We take the shortcut to try to feel better about ourselves when we hold ourselves up against other people or 
a lot of people do the opposite, which is we take this shortcut to making ourselves feel terrible and not good enough sometimes, don't we? We compete with other people and it kind of sometimes seems like we never really come out on top, doesn't it? And we have to stop doing this. And I will tell you why. Because it's incredibly destructive to our relationships, to our ability to be in a relationship with ourself, which actually requires some like kindness and validation, just not being so rude to ourselves, <laughs> right? So here is some quick kind of the, here's what to do about this issue. If this feels like something like, yeah, Rebecca, you're right. I feel like there's too much of this crap in my life and I'm going to try to figure out how to change the script, whether it's coming from you or it's coming from somebody else. Just start to notice. And I will tell you always our three rules that take out therapy is be kind to yourself. Always when you're doing personal growth work, uh, you're kind of doing the work that requires you to look at your dysfunction. <laughs> and so like, you can't be mean. That's completely, it, it like ruins the whole thing. So we have to be kind. That's the rules. We have to be just kind about what we start to notice. If you start to notice, oh, friend, right? Your yardstick is always out of your pocket. What is up with that? Be kind. Just be curious. Understand that you got here honestly and you'll get out honestly too, right? It's just personal growth work. Like we're all soup. We all have things. And if this is one of yours, just be kind. That's the rules. Okay. And then the second rule is be open to what you find out. Just be open which requires you to be curious and ask deeper questions. And so I'll give you some questions that you can ask. So the three rules are be kind, be open, be curious. And then you can journal these, or you can just kind of think your way through, but honestly, it helps to either um, journal it or talk about it, right? So just start to notice like, in your life where this idea, this theme of competition comes in. And then ask yourself, what is the situation? And when people journal, I always give them this journal prompt. What's the situation? What's going on? What's happening? Right? We got to know, kind of like set the stage for this situation. So you always set the stage, right? I'm noticing that at work, I am always holding this yardstick up to myself. Like maybe that's the situation, right? Just your objective um, scene that you want to set for yourself. What's happening? And then the next question is like, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about the fact that you went hunting for this theme of competition and you found it? And here it is in your life and it lives and it breathes every day. And you are part of that, right? Yeah. How, how does that feel? It's okay. If it's difficult, by the way, like personal growth work is kind of difficult. And then the other question is like, okay. So once you sort of express how you feel about what's happening, 
What is there for you there, my friend? And I know some of you guys just roll your eyes at this question. Like, damn it. She always says that. Like, what can you learn from this situation? And if you just ask that question, I'm telling you, like right now, it seems like a silly, obscure, vague question. But when you get into a situation and you examine your emotional standpoint, right? Like your emotional climate, you're going to start to learn some stuff about yourself, about your relationships. Maybe you'll pick up on some patterns. Maybe you'll learn something about your friend, right? One thing I want to remind you, or maybe even just teach you, which I could probably do a whole, I think maybe I already have, I could do another episode on judgment, but like, it doesn't really pay to judge, right? So if you realize like, gosh, I've got all these people in my life that are really compare themselves to others and they compare themselves to me, or they try to compete with me. And I never feel like I'm really measuring up, right? Like what's up with that? Like, how is it for me? What can I learn about myself? Right? There's a pattern there. Like, okay. So for whatever reason, like you like competitive people, or maybe you don't anymore, but maybe you used to, right? There isn't any judgment that needs to happen there. We can just kind of have this objective statement of like, oh, this is something that happens. Okay. And then I'll just say like, let go of it if you can. And if it's you that's doing that, what I, what I would recommend is for you to just catch it, pause, maybe apologize to yourself if you're not being kind, which is just a great way to build that neural pathway of just like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be unkind. I know it's kind of silly, but that's kind of how the brain works. And if you want to be nice to yourself, you got to teach your brain that you want to be nice to yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you just want to notice what's happening and tell yourself something different. You just want to apologize, pivot, right? Like either just like let that train of thought go or think about say a mantra. I love mantra work, which is like, just create a little statement of like, I'm not, I'm not doing competition right now. I'm taking a break from from competitive thinking. Yeah. And then, you know, just, just like kind of forgive yourself and move on is kind of what I'm trying to get at. It's like, it's, you don't have to do anything major. Here's the thing. You're going to, you're going to still do the same stuff, but what happens after you do it is how you start to make change. And so uh, people always think like, oh, I, I was trying not to compare, but then I did. So I gave up on that. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's about what you do after the thing. So it's about that pause and that, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, right? Like it's about that little process. It's about asking yourself those questions so that you can know what's just like what's happening for you. Gain understanding of yourself and you'll be in a deeper relationship with yourself. Yeah. Competition in relationships will kill connection, period, game over. So whether it's friends or coworkers or lovers, making lists, doing tit for tat, scorekeeping of any kind, oh my gosh, 
If you can get out of it, forgive yourself and conduct your relationship some other way because it just doesn't help. It just doesn't help. Like communication is just way better, (laughs) right? Asking for what you need is like way better. It's so much less stressful sometimes too. Accepting and loving yourself, it's much easier than all of the math required for the list making a tit for tat and the scorekeeping. Believe me, uh, years ago, I was going through some crap in my upstairs and I found a list that I had made very early on in my marriage. And I laugh right now because I've been married for 25 years. And it's hilarious because I had a whole list of all the things that I did around the house. And then I had this really short list of the things that my partner did. And I was totally list making. I also had some grievances. There were some grievances, one, two, three, you know, like numbered. (laughs) That's real bad. Anyways, we all do this. I think it's hilarious because it's silly to think that we're the same as people we're in relationships with. Of course we're different. It's human instincts to compare and to, you know, kind of see what's going on with other people to compete. But we don't have to follow human instinct. We can follow our values and we can hold ourselves in high regard and know that like, you actually don't have to compare yourself to anyone because it's a, it's a, um, it's a perceived yardstick. And I say, let's ditch the yardstick, shall we? Okay. I'm throwing mine out that list. I did save it because it was so funny. Maybe I'll get it back out and show it to my partner sometime. We'll see. (laughs) I I don't know that he would find the humor in that. What do you think? All right. I'll catch up with you again soon. Until then, ditch the yardstick because you're good enough. We're all good enough just for being ourselves, just for being really flawed humans. Okay. See you soon. I'm so glad you joined me today and I hope it was helpful. Always make sure to get the appropriate level of help for your unique situation. Check out the resources at takeouttherapy.com and hopefully you can find something there. As always, thanks so much for showing up and doing your work, which in a way changes the level of emotional development in your community, in your town, maybe even in the world. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal. This podcast is intended as education and prevention, not medical or mental health treatment. See you next time. Thank you.